Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, welcome, everybody. Chuck Bonnell, Julie Hayden, True Straight Up, brought to you by AmericaCitizenPress.com and Denver Cinegenics and Dr. Julie McCallan. Um, this is Party Friday. Um, happy to you, Leo, a toast here. Okay, a little bit of vodka club soda, I have to confess. Chuck is not. Chuck has a Republican Party meeting to go to, and you get in enough trouble. You don't really need to go there sure, yeah. under you're the. Less, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Leo's like, yes, woo. Happy Friday, Friday to everybody. Um, we're going to have Dave Williams on here momentarily. This is going to shock you guys. Rhino Republicans, more shenanigans at the Colorado legislature. Um, so we're going to have Dave talk about that. Um, the Supreme Court issue, right? You may not know this, but the number one criteria for becoming a Supreme Court justice is the color of your skin. And, and your gender, genitalia and skin. And you have to be picked out of a group about 6% of America to be going to the Supreme Court to make it diversified. I'm not sure why picking somebody solely on the basis of being in a 6% group helps you with diversity, but as it does, you know, <laughs> it's Asian diverse. Islanders. It's so diverse. We, it's diverse. We'll need more seats in the Supreme Court so everybody can have one. That's right. And while we're getting, and TJ, if you want to go ahead and try to get hold of Dave Williams, I know he's at the legislature, so sometimes he can be kind of tricky to get hold of. I want to read a couple of things, though, about the whole Joe Rogan, and we'll talk more about this later, but the whole Joe Rogan, um, Spotify, Neil Young thing. I read a funny thing on Facebook. It was saying people 31 and under are all going, who's Neil Young? People 31 to 60 are saying, I thought he was dead, which is what I thought too. I'm like, is he still alive? And people over 61 are saying, what's Spotify? And I thought that's kind of. Rand Paul said a tweet, hi, ho, wherever it is that that Ohio song of Neil Young, you know, Neil Young, get out of here. Get out of here. Well, and then Jimmy Mack, who's out of Jeffco, this is pretty funny too. He said he invented a new phrase, committing spoticide. And that's where our spot, spoticide, where you're so woke that you actually end up canceling yourself. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is too, I think there's some, it's a good news and bad news um, situation. I look good. at it like, I yeah, see. exactly. I mean, it, it appears the COVID thing appears becoming less and less of a thing internationally, nationally, locally. Um, and I, Fauci, of course, is not ever going to let it go, but people are. And it's it's just kind of interesting to see how that happens. But on the other hand, the bad news about that is, is I think the reason Democrats are not overly worried about that is because of George Soros and the kind of money that billionaires are pouring into elections, not just campaigning, but elections. So we'll talk for about the that. Democrats. For yeah, the Democrats. For the Democrats. Democrats. We've got Representative Dave Williams with us, I, I believe. He's one of the great conservatives in the state house, and he's running to take uh, the seat away from Doug Lamborn. He's done nothing uh, for his 16 years. He's had a very bad week, by there. the way, too. He was had a very bad <laughs> week, a few little scandals for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dave, you there? I'm here. 
Hey, thank you. All right. So Dave, I texted you this morning. I saw, I got a letter. I'm not sure how I got on their mailing list, but I did from the Colorado House Republicans. And it seemed to me to be kind of a good letter. I was reading it. They were complaining about a bill um, that had to do with the standards and essentially the curriculum for social studies for kids is going all the way down to kindergarten. And a lot of the stuff was, you know, you're basically, yeah, woke, left wing, not age appropriate, et cetera, et cetera. And there are a whole bunch of signatures on it. When I first looked at it, I'm like, hey, look, you know, the GOP caucus got its act together and everybody kind of agreed on something. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't see Dave Williams. Don't see uh, Stephanie Locke. Don't see Patrick Neville. Patrick Neville. Kevin Van Winkle. Kevin Van Winkle. Kim Ransom. None of these people. So I texted you. I'm like, hey, what's up with this? And um, so I guess let's just ask you, what's up with that? Um, it's complete bullshit. There's okay. no All other right. way. There we to go. Well, that's what we thought. Um, the here's here's the simple, unfortunate truth about that letter. It's a complete re rewrite of you know the history of Senate Bill 67 and its true nature. And shame on you know our minority leader and anyone else in leadership who had a hand in putting that out because it's deliberately written up so as to mislead the voters on what happened. Republicans, here's the truth. Senate Bill 67 was a Trojan horse brought forward by Democrats and unfortunately, I think, hoodwinked Republicans so that we could, quote unquote, strengthen civics history. But what they're not telling you is that there's a small little throwaway provision, you know, not really throwaway, but mind you. But it's at the end of the bill itself, which basically requires by law that this woke governor appointed governor polis appointed commission gets to create standards and force the state board of education to consider adopting them. And guess what? I don't know if anyone's paying attention, but the state board of education is controlled by what party? Oh, I'm going to go with Democrats. And that was the case. And that was the case in 2021. And so there were a few of us who voted no. Unfortunately, ah. there were unfortunately there were well-intentioned Republicans who also voted yes. And at the time, we you know made the case, and their vote is their vote. But be that as it may, now that the fruit of all this is coming out, now that this woke commission that was appointed by the governor um, is putting out all these radical social studies standards that that go against you know the principles that we stand for especially in the republican party now everyone's trying to look for political cover because they don't want to admit that they got played Ah. and that's what's going on here and that's why they never asked us right they never asked us well i should say at least some of us i don't know i can't i can't speak for everyone that's not on that on that letter, but I can tell you me and a few others like Patrick, you know, we're not consulted about this because, and I think because we would have pushed back and we would have said, no, you, you don't get to lie to the voters. Right. You have a hand. You have a hand now. You voted for this. You have a hand now in pushing for critical race theory. That's your fault. Right. You don't get to just blame the Democrats. And oh, by the way, if, even if you did blame the Democrats, what do you think the Democrats are going to say? They're going to say, what's the problem? You voted for this. Right. Well, let me, it's so let me back up. It's and it's not right. 
And so that's, yeah, so just to clarify for folks, because I've seen some people have been joining us on Zoom, we're talking to Representative Dave Williams. So this group of House Republicans, and then I see Hugh McCain, Tim Geithner, Colin Larson, I'm like, this seems kind of weird that they're writing a letter that kind of makes sense. So what you're saying is they initially voted for this woke critical race theory. No, they they voted for for setting up this commission that could be pointed well, no, government. no. See, this is where this is where okay. it gets kind of convoluted. And this is the problem with how I got to hand it to the Democrats. I don't agree with them, but they're really good at setting up all these structures and hoodwinking and tricking the public and even Republicans. In 2019, the Democrats set up this 1192 commission, which was a woke commission to put in all sorts of crazy CRT stuff. Okay. Um, all Republicans at that point in 2019 voted no. Good for them. Right. Follow up to 2021, where uh, Republicans and Democrats put forward this bill to strengthen civics education. Right. In the bill, hidden in the bill, it states that the commission is authorized to create recommended standards by which the State Board of Education has to consider. And since the State Board of Education is controlled by Democrats, of course, they're going to adopt whatever this 1192 commission puts forward. Now that you're seeing all these recommendations for CRT or LGBTQ training or whatever uh, that's in it that has nothing to do with reading, writing or arithmetic. Now, Republicans who voted for it are desperately trying to give themselves political cover on the issue, even though they authorized it in law. They're the ones these guys who voted voted for it. Yeah, they authorized this to happen. And And now now they want you to think, oh, no, no, it's not my fault. And what's so frustrating about this is if they simply just admitted that they got played and that the Democrats lied to them and tricked them and that we're going to fight tooth and nail to undo it, I think everyone would be forgiving. But instead, they're trying to lie. They're trying to cover their tracks. And I'm not going to stand. Good, well, good for you. And I think what's interesting, too, and again, so they, they do a double sleaze move, it seems to me, number one, by trying to lie to us and make it sound like they were opposed to this when they're the ones who passed it in the first place or helped pass it. But number two, they do a double sleaze because rather than go to you guys who are smart enough and saw through this in the first place and say, hey, look, we need to be united on this because this really actually matters to the parents of Colorado. They decide to do sort of a double sleaze flip and try to cut you guys out so that the people who actually voted against it in the first place now look like they're maybe not signing on to this letter right i mean it's it's incredibly sleazy yeah it's complete it's completely unacceptable and it shows you why republican leaders particularly in the house of representatives are not equipped to actually lead our republican party our caucus or even earn the trust of the voters these guys should simply speak the truth that's it it was a Trojan horse bill, and they all they need to say is it was a Trojan horse bill and that it was a problem, you know, that they signed on to it uh, the first time because they just didn't know. And I guarantee you most people would probably say, oh, well, that's awful. Of course the Democrats are going to lie. Let's go fight it together. Right. Instead, they're too prideful. They're too arrogant to admit that they made a mistake. Well, and in the meantime, too, what happened is obviously the whole critical race theory, you know, you're being kind, I think, to to say that they didn't realize it was there because I'm going to bet that people like you pointed it out a little bit. I'm going to bet that they just didn't care, right? They wanted to go along. I mean, some of these people, they just, 
I mean, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I honestly think there are well-intentioned people who voted for this bill. And if they were given a second chance, they'd vote no. And I, you know, just to, I mean, I won't speak for anyone, but look at some of the people who have been more aligned with the grassroots conservative movement and, and ask yourself, well, was this a mistake or was this not a mistake on their part? And I'll tend to tell you right now that those people, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Others, they either didn't care or they knew or who got, God knows what. The point is, is that this was a terrible bill from the word go. We uh, voted against it and others, you know, even got up to the well and say, hey, I'm not, I I'm don't, I don't right. trust Democrats to try and teach proper civics education. So I'm voting no. Right. These, they were warned. No one has right. an excuse and to come after the fact because now they're getting heat. To come after the right. fact who and then who the voters from? is unacceptable. Well, parents, unacceptable. Who, who everybody hates it. From? Parents and people are paying attention. Well, I, I mean, you know, it, and you say, you know, it's it's kind of good faith on part of them because they're just dumb people. They just couldn't figure this out. But this is no different than the LEAP initiative, where all of a sudden you'll be turning over $150 million to a half billion dollars to a board appointed by Polis, who will be as left-wing right. as possible. And you had everybody and their mothers supporting it, from, from Hank Brown to Bill Owens to Christy Burton Brown to who else knows who else. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, you could argue with them, blue to their face, saying, don't you get this? You're, you're giving them everything. I mean, maybe they'll throw, you know, ready jobs people a, 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 a little, you know, small piece of the pie but but you can't be so dumb as to think this isn't just a gift bag for for the far left and 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 one that you try to see cover now and dave let me ask you this too okay yeah i mean is it any different than the leap initiative where okay oh we were fooled who was fooled i mean you weren't fooled yeah we weren't fooled uh, how how could they not be i mean oh i didn't i didn't think about wow you mean you mean we the were appointed a commission who would make I, recommendations to this uh, to the board of education. I'm not is- gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. And look, I'm not gonna defend anyone's vote, but I do tend to think that good people were fooled on this one. All they I can say people? is, were they dumb? The- well, well I, I didn't finish. Well, let him how finish. How can they not figure it out? Well, let me. Let I mean, me. How can they? Because how can the, they not figure it out? Let him I would. Because the the provi- so the provision that really matters, and I'll text it to you if you really want to look at it. Yeah, sure. That it's sort of it's innocuous. It's very innocuous. But if you read the bill line by line and you kind of just think it through, you can catch it. And we did. We I, I caught right. it. Others caught it. So I but I can't tell you why they ended up voting for the bill. Again, there's some good language in there, but that's all window dressing. The Democrats, you know, agreed to put in there. Just so that they could get this other provision in, and it's no different than 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 leap because leap has all these seemingly nice provisions in it where you, you can't just exclude somebody based on on the religious preference and you can't do this. They threw all the garbage in they they wanted, um, but you can't be that stupid to to, <laughs> to 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 not read the rest of it and figure out what they're doing. Well, and Dave's got. I mean, He's got just, I mean, when you have, I mean, I, yeah, I, look, I get it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Chuck, I, I, I get it. I, I look, I voted no. Yeah, I so don't. Let me 
ask you, you let know. me ask you, sort of what Chuck is asking, only let me put it this way in terms of why who we vote for matters. Let me, it, so <laughs> this was, this was, so Hugh McCain is the head of the party. He's the head of the caucus, right? Minority so leader. the minority leader. Yeah. I would bet that if Patrick Neville or you had been minority leader of the House, you guys would have pointed this out to the caucus. And so you wouldn't have had these people maybe legitimately fooled by it. I mean, that's what to me makes a difference too, right? Isn't it? It's Hugh McCain's job. It's a leadership failure. It's his job to notice this, not a year later where they have to write this bogus letter to try to pretend like they're standing up for parents' rights when actually they threw it under the bus a year ago. I mean, doesn't it come down to a leadership issue too? Well, sure, it comes down to a leadership issue, but I still, I, you know, it's hard. It's okay. really hard to give give him a pass in, in all of this because you did have people vote no. You did have people right. go to the well and say, I don't think this is a good idea. So it's hard to, you know, give an excuse here. All I'm suggesting is that I think there were well-intentioned people who did okay. screw up and then others who just didn't care. They're okay. It was a bipartisan bill, so I'll just right. jump on it. Not this- thinking of the consequences. This is from Charlene, too. Some of the comments, they say, Dave is on top of it, always doing the heavy lifting while the rhinos ride the coattails. Well, that's exactly right, you know. And then she says Geithner is wanting him to call her after she called him out on his vote on the Colorado Republicans' Facebook page. It's beyond naivety. They're taking the path of least resistance. Um, and then well, after- I, I called the, uh, the media contact for the Colorado Republican. Uh, Who was on the press release. Was uh, on the press release, and... and uh, she said it was Geithner's and Kramer who wrote the letter up to begin with. Um, yeah, and it's a, and, and what's absurd about all this is it makes that letter, especially by not asking us, you know, to have input on it and then sending it out without our names on it, makes it seem like anyone who voted against the bill is somehow doing something wrong. And so there really right. was no, really, really no for our uh, uh, foresight on what. What was going to transpire? Do you think I'm going to sit there and let someone lie about what my vote meant? Right. My vote meant right. to protect parents and to protect us from this woke commission that was absolutely going to use whatever they could to to throw in CRT. I'm right. going to defend my record, and everyone who voted no on that should want to defend their record too. Right. Well, well the Kevin other thing that she said that Kevin Unwickle had his name added to the. Yeah, you guys should all. Well, you know, here's. They better call Kevin up. And <laughs> well, say, what are you doing? You know, and here's the shame of it, Dave, because here's the, the bottom line is, is it's it's the law now. Right. It's passed. It's and well, what I mean, though, is, is if these guys had been half as much, whatever their motives on the ball, when it made a difference, the parents might have had a chance to speak up and say, what the heck are you trying to teach our kindergartners? What are you trying to teach our third graders? But in Instead, nobody raises the issue then except for you guys, right? And then you're all conspiracy QAnon nuts, you know, according to the, the, the local media. Not really, but but you know what I mean? And no, it's like really. there was a chance for them to have stopped it when it mattered. So it's kind they of like have stopped it. Well, they could have they could have tried. Well, no, they could they could have all voted against it and make the Democrats right. the only ones. And so when they give all these you know recommendations to the Board of Education, they could say, We told you so, but instead. It's part of their baby, and now they have to protect it, or at least pretend they're against what has happened. But you know, I, I, I uh, 
I lobbied down in, in the Capitol in 2001, I think, and representative various cities, um, and was down there almost every day. And the Republicans are the dumbest group of people I've ever met. They really are the dumbest. <laughs> That's what group Dave of said. People. He said they some. I mean, not all of them. Not all of them. But Dave. on average, they have about a 90 IQ. I mean, you talk to them and go, "Wow, this is one dumb individual." Um, and, and the Democrats were not dumb. They were evil. Um, and but. For the Republicans, the Democrats come up with a bill to strengthen civics. <laughs> I mean, you just have to be Hello. unbelievable. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we want to do this. Great. Oh, sure. Well, and, you know, they should do oh, any more. Like when I see stuff, and, and this is what the Republican leadership down there needs to do, is I like text you or I text Patrick or I text somebody I know and trust and say, is this good or not good? And you guys go, not good, not good, Julie. And then we get you on the show to explain why. I, I don't know. Well, all you guys going to be gone. How many conservatives <laughs> oh, are going You know, it, I don't know what to tell you. All I can say is with respect to this issue, you don't you don't get to complain about the very standards that you essentially voted for um in this bill it, it's it's not it's not right you, you don't get to no. beat your chest and say these are bad standards when you voted to allow them to to happen in the first place it it's just it's hypocrisy um and you know at at, at worst and at best it's just you know <laughs> ignorance you didn't know it was right. going to happen well well you know everybody acknowledges that that even even in, in Colorado, this should be a great year for Republicans um, with Biden having at least maybe good in Colorado. I don't think they're great. But. Well, it's great. It's going to get for yeah. a long time with a 33 percent approval rating from for Biden, uh, for, for Biden. And the governor is pretty popular for whoever knows why. But um, the, if, if he actually did get a hold of the House or the Senate, it would just be awful because all you do is is negotiate with the Democrats for things like this. And they would fool you again. And then they, they, they I mean, it's just like, we should change the thing. Don't be the, so depressed. No, it we might should not, change. Might. We should change from, from the GOP uh, to the Charlie Brown party, you know, where Lucy puts the ball down, <laughs> he comes up, swings. and Oh, they fooled me. Lucy fooled me again. Oh, how could Lucy do that? Oh my God. I mean, it's just, it's just so pathetic. Oh, Dave, you must get tired. It's like, yeah, I can't imagine what you, I mean, you have to, you know, I mean, most, most of the time, most of the time I just let them do whatever they're going to do. You know, it's, you can't stop it. They're unfortunately uh, running the show right now. And so you just kind of have to bide your time, but I really do not like it when Republicans who are charged with being the opposition party and who should know better when they go out, make a mistake and then go try to mislead the public about right. the mistake they made. That is wrong. Exactly. And that is why the voters don't trust Republicans because they simply can't own up to the mistakes they made and vow to do better and then go do better. They don't do right. it. I'm sorry. Right. It's just that's that's the history of, of Colorado Republicans. Let me yeah. let me ask you about something that's a little bit more pleasant. You're running against Doug Lamborn. He's had a really bad week. And I mean, there's been all kinds of national stories about an ethics probe with him, things like that. How um, and I know you probably if you want to comment on that, go ahead. On the other hand, though, to maybe talk about because we only have you for a few more minutes here, how your campaign is going. Well, sure. I mean, I'm comment on anything, really. The, I, the, the okay. Here's the truth. A part of leadership 
And it's a hard part, but a part of leadership is not allowing others to deceive the very people they claim they want to serve. And so it was a hard decision for me to jump into a primary race uh, with Doug Lamborn, especially, you know, walking away from what would have been an easy reelection in my own state legislative seat. But it needed to happen because for, for far too long, we have Republicans, right? I mean, we all, we all like to blame the Democrats, and for sure, they're, they, they deserve a lot of blame. But there are a lot of rhinos, a lot of Republicans, in name only, who say one thing during the campaign and then go do something else and enable Democrats to go ruin our country. And I've had it. I've had it. To quote you know, the famous movie Network, I'm mad as hell and I'm not taking it anymore. These guys have led us down a path of irrelevance and being in the minority. And for years, we've just had to suck it up and take it. Oh, no, no, no. We know what we're doing. You guys are too crazy. You're too conservative to win. You're, you're, you know, we don't want you talking about election integrity. Don't do this. Don't do that. Enough. The American people are tired. They're mad. And they want someone to go out there and kick some ass. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what you will do. Well, where can people get more help you? I, I, I was going to give you a chance to put out your website and how to get in touch with you. I'll give you some money. Give you some money. You, you bet. Yes, please. I, you know, I'm, I'm not, my campaign's not run. It's not fueled by dreams and hopes. I got, I got to have you know money. So please visit, you know, daveforcolorado.com. That's D-A-V-E-F-O-R colorado.com. And look me up. You can contact me. Um, you can call me up, email me, and you know, donate if you want to get uh, get involved in the campaign. All right, Dave. Hey, thank Thanks, you, Dave. and thank Best you for luck. your explanation. I knew there was something sleazy uh, yeah, there. We'd call Dave up and figure out what's going on, and, and you got it through as always. So. All right, thank Great you, job. sir. Thank good job. And good job on all right. You bet. The other day. All right, take care, Dave Williams. Everybody. Yeah, um, yeah. So let me read some of the comments now. Um, you know, bipartisan, this is from um, Leo, bipartisanship means one idiot from the other party joined in. Charlene says, yeah, bipartisanship is when rhinos cut, cave to Democrats and they are just CYA. I guess it's a good sign. Good point, Charlene. I guess it's a good sign that they still want to cover their butts, pretending to care what we think. Um, and then uh, Leo says, no, Char, most politicians are there just because they can't get a job and they're not good enough to be B actors. Um, Lamborn is an idiot from Sandra. He blamed all of it on his staff. By the way, of course he does. Charlene, I detest rhinos more than Democrats. And Steve, I wish Dave Williams were running for governor. We tried to convince uh, him to run yeah, for Yeah, you know, Dave, we should have Dave, we should have Patrick Neville, Kevin Van Winkle, Stephanie Luck, all those guys need to run for stuff. But um, yeah, we're in trouble when they all leave. Um, but well, well, some- well it's, it, we're not in any more trouble than they are now. I mean, now you won't be able to call up and find out why it's such a stupid thing. But when the co- Republican uh, party, uh, whatever that is, caucus, uh, sent out a letter, you know, you knew, you knew it was bad news. You well, knew at first stupid. I was you reading knew. the letter and guys, I'm sure it's, well, I don't know. Maybe it's not up a lot. I have no idea how I got in their weird mailing list, but I'm glad I did because I'm reading Republican. it. And, well, and it's talking about how the Democrats passed this civics lesson. And it, I mean, all it is is critical race theory, right? They want to have kindergartners, you know, talking about, well, what is your gender and your identity and your race? I mean, just really for, shoving the race thing, the gender thing down the throat of kindergartners who don't even know, right? And, and who shouldn't 
be thinking about that kind of stuff in kindergarten. Um, and not only that, but, and the letter is a good letter. It said, not only are they telling, they're teaching this stuff that's inappropriate age-wise, but it's also stuff that should best be left to parents. And I'm like, well, hooray for them. But then I'm reading it and I'm like, but it already passed. It's like, isn't this a little late? Um, and then I'm looking and I'm like, none of the good guys have signed the letter. And so I'm thinking to myself, that's weird. Um, and Dave Williams said, yes, there is indeed a well, backstory. I can tell you the rot in the Republican Party goes from the grassroots upward because I don't care how many meetings I've attended uh, um, and, and going around the state. Well, we got to be more like, a, we got to attract the unaffiliated. We got we to gotta be more like the Democrats. We have to... We have to reach across the aisle. I, I don't know how many candidates I run into that that's their mantra um, and that we've got to get something done together and, and everything else. And once they get down there, they just, and, and they're too stupid to figure out. the. Well, and this is, you know, and we could talk about this and Hey, I should say, if anybody wants to call up 888-627-6008, 888-627-6008. Um, if you're on zoom and you want to go ahead and talk just either like Charlene does raise your hand or go ahead and just unmute yourself. And we usually can see that it's like, you know, when we were talking with Eric Odlin the other day, who, who did a good job, but, and I later said to you, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but I said, you always talk about in the mafia movies, you have a wartime consigliere uh-huh. and a peacetime consigliere, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, Eric, but somebody like Eric Odd would be a great peacetime consigliere, great peacetime congressman. Well, he was a combat soldier, but I mean, his attitude, right? The Democrats, I mean, this is the stuff they're slamming through with. They're trying to teach the kids. Joe Biden selecting a Supreme Court justice solely on the basis of race. George Soros pumping $125 million into the, the 2022 midterms, right? And, and he's just one of many billionaires. The Democrats have for a long time been at war with us, where there are no rules. Look at the Russia hoax. Look what they did to Trump. I mean, we could go down the list, right? You guys all know it. Um, And yet Republicans keep trying to pretend like we're in peacetime. And we need more people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and like Lauren Boebert, where Marjorie Taylor Greene is like, I don't care. I'm going to tell them. You take me off your committee. I don't care. Then I'm going to go down to the floor and I'm going to make you all vote on things as opposed to just having this generic vote, right? I mean, it's like people who are, and and people like Dave Williams who say, I'm not going to sit quiet and let Hugh McCain and the GOP leadership pass this BS out there. I'm going to explain to people what's going on. That's what we need in Colorado and in the country right now. We need wartime consigliaries because that's where we are as a country. Don't you think? The Republican Party, other than Trump, is that section. Other than that, it's just, it has no morals. It has no particular beliefs other than some vague, you know, you could say, I support the Constitution. Oh, that's great. Um, and, and they just go along because that's all they can mentally handle and they get elected. And then, and then, then you have a, you know, legislation like this, which anybody could have seen coming from 40 miles away. And, and, and (laughs) it looks like if, if the letter is from the people who voted for this piece of legislation, that means that 17 of the 24 people in the house voted for this piece of crap, 17 or 24. And Dave has to be nice, but I don't for a second think, that that some of them didn't know. I mean, like Dave said, they seven of them went out there and voted against it and explained why, right? Well, so I, I, I mean, just look at the leap initiative. It's just right. I mean, I would sit there and and I'd sit down with Christy Burton Brown, figuring I was talking to somebody who sort of had the same 
it's pretty yeah. smart. Yeah, and kind of go, this is a disaster. This will, oh no, it gives you choice. And, you know, you, and you kind well, of go, no, but, but don't you understand the only choice? They will give you all the choice. I mean, you can't sign on to left wing, and they all did. You had Hank Brown, our senator. You had Bill Owens, our last one. You had all of them. Well, here's the thing. This is from Stephen. He says, Julie, can you wait Christy Burton Brown and the rest of the GOP establishment up and let them know the Bolshevik Democrats have declared war on Republicans, conservatives, Christians and the Constitution? You know, Steve, here is and now I'm going to be depressing on a party Friday here. Wait, maybe we'll have more vodka. Yeah, good The reality is this is my belief anyway. They know. Um, And I think now is where we have to talk about money. If you, the problem we have in Colorado, and we've talked about it before on this show, is the guy, the people who, the billionaires, right? The rich people in Colorado who the donate billionaire. the billionaire to the Republican Party are rhinos, and that's putting it mildly, right? They're not conservatives. They're not Christian, I don't know about Christian, but they're not grassroots. They don't care about the same thing that we care about, right? And those are the people that Christy Burton Brown and the establishment rhinos and the consultant class need. So those people, the Chrissy Burton Browns, the consultant class, they're not ever going to worry about what they actually think and believe they're going to pursue the goals that they think the donor class want them to pursue. So the donor class will fund them. And that's what it comes down to. And And you have to understand, since there's so much money on the Democratic side, that all the Republicans these days go to the Democrats ask for money saying it'd right. be good because I'd be easy to be beat by you or wherever else. I mean, it is a uniparty in Colorado and, and the vast majority of the chairs around Metro, not Joanne the, Wynne, the county, the, the county, county chairs are, are left wing uh, rhinos. I mean, uh, every one of them are, um, it's just it, it, Douglas County, maybe, you know, a strong Republican thing, but Stu Parker's, you know, used to be a Democrat and still is a Democrat and is thinking anyway. And just not just him. Um, it's all of them. From Jeffco, Denise Munt. I mean, she's just awesome. Well, and we'll talk, we'll talk more about this as it gets close. But I mean, that's why I believe the primary and the caucus is important. And also we'll talk more about this, the, the uh, opt out to make it so you, you have to be a Republican to vote in the Republican primary. There are things that are happening um, because what's happened, I believe, right now is the Republican Party really, I mean, it's what the Democrat Party, what I used to think the Democrat Party was, right? The party mm-hmm. that stood up for the little guy, the party that spoke for the oppressed and that spoke for the people who didn't have anyone else speaking for them, right? The Democrat Party anymore is the party of the billionaires and the elite. Um, and, and I think that- Well, are- it's also the party of- of municipal workers who are unionized. Well, and the unions, teachers, right. And the teachers, unions, and, public and then, unions. Uh, right. Private unions, I have no problem with. The public unions are, are just a way of raping. Well, and the Planned Parenthood and, and yeah, the, the NGOs and all that kind of stuff. But what I mean is the average person out there, I think, anymore looks around. And maybe, you know, Charlene, you were saying that you think that some of the uh, unaffiliated voters are Republicans who left the party because it was Democrat light. Maybe. I also think, though, that there are some people who... Probably a few years ago, you would have said, are you a Democrat? They'd say yes. But now they look at the Democrat Party and they're like, I don't I don't recognize this party. This isn't what I believe. I don't believe that my kindergartners are racist. I don't think I should have to close my business because of a stupid mask lockdown order from the governor. While, you know, my little mom and pop store has to close, but the giant Walmarts and Targets can stay open. I can't get stuff, you know, because of the supply chain thing, but they can. I mean, I think that. But there you are- have to ask you. 
itself across the country, um, Republican registration is increasing, Florida right. and lots of other places, uh, over the Democrats. In Colorado, it's decreasing. Not not only is well, it not only taking over, it's decreasing. Well, there's a reason why. I mean, it's uh, when the rest of the country increasing Republican registration um, and faster than Democrats. And here in Colorado, we're losing registration. It, there has to be a reason. Well, for I think it. there are two reasons. I think one: never underestimate our evil friend Ted Trimpa. And I say that not he's he's evil, but he's also our friend. I mean, Colorado is the home of the Colorado blueprint, right? Colorado is the home of the ballot trafficking, the ballot harvesting, the all mail ballots. Colorado is the home, uh, you know, sort of the Petri dish where the Democrats came up with a plan to have big money go out and register Republicans, uh, register Republicans, register Democrats, get Democrat votes out there. So I think that that's part of it. I think part of it is, is that there is this massive and there always has been in Colorado organization to get people to register Democrat and then to go back out there and get their ballots, whether the people know it or not. The problem is. Um, yes, I, more vodka and more vodka. Um, what really happened starting in 2001 is that the Democrats started to rig every rule. Um, they would get people, and Republicans are the dumbest people. I mean, they'd get um, Donetta Davidson, I think it was her name, um, who was the Secretary of State. They convinced her, wouldn't it be a great bipartisan thing if you got absentee mail without excuse. I mean, you didn't have to have a reason for it. You said, oh, yeah, that would really help. Then we wouldn't have, oh, yeah, that'd be great. So she led the charge, Democrats having supplied it. And then since then, everything, everything has been to give Democrats more and more power in the Republican establishment because they don't want the grassroots taking any power from them, the Republican Party, have refused to fight them. Um, and so whether it's campaign finance, whether it's anything else, they just roll over. They just, and, and this is a perfect example with this uh, social studies thing. I, right. I, I mean, it just you, you had three quarters of the Republican House voting for it. I mean, they had their own. They, they should have been holding news conferences right and left saying, hey, look, this is what's going on. I mean, it's not like this hasn't been a hot topic. Right. And you would have had all kinds of parents up in arms about it, saying we don't want to teach it that. And well, maybe- it's always a two step thing. You don't impose the standards. You you compose a commission who will recommend them then to, uh, that's appointed by the governor and therefore will be left wing. And then another step is they recommend it to the Board of Education, which is controlled by the Democrats. Uh, if you can't figure those things out, then... then well, and I go back to, like, Stephen, I think they don't actually care because the people who give them money don't care. If you had true conservative donors, kind of like, you know, I mean, if if Mark Zuckerberg, you know, cared about stuff like this, then they would care, right? I mean, um, and, and that goes to something else. I think there's there's this is my other good news, bad news kind of situation today we wanted to talk about. And the good news, you know, you look at Biden, I think his whole Supreme Court thing, they're hopeful that... Everybody's going to have like a little love fest for a couple of days when he appoints that, you know, the first black woman to the Supreme Court, no matter what her other qualifications are. And I'm like, OK, that's great. But I think 
but that's not going to be the help that they want. Because I still think that there are a lot of people out there who are like, well, that's good and all, but should that really be the main consideration for Supreme Court justice? I think there are a lot of people out there who are tired and frustrated and actually feel it's unfair that we keep having race shoved down our throats, right? No matter what happens, it's about race or transgender, one or the other, right? And I think people are tired of that. And people are saying, I'm not biased, but hey, shouldn't the Supreme Court justice have some oh call me crazy legal qualifications no. i mean you know and the meantime- well, well the really the the whole point is if if biden wasn't such a pathetic uh you know if he said i want to appoint you know i want to give diversity to the court and certainly we'll consider all the factors and i certainly think you know minority organization should be good but it's important that blah blah blah, 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 blah. that they actually have read the constitution and, 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 and then appoint a black female Right, but right. Sit out there At the and, and, and just say, I'm going to point a black female. I don't care what her qualifications are. I don't even care black. who it is. Hopefully, it's not Joy Reid. Maybe that's where she's going away well, from MSNBC. Joy Reed went to Harvard, well, yeah. yeah, really. Just don't have to actually be a lawyer to be on the Supreme no. Court. I mean, is it kind of like a coroner? Right, yes. a coroner can be so. So technically, Joy Reid could be. But that make it more interesting, I guess. She'd let make more cameras in the courtroom. Well, here's the other thing, though, that's bad for the Democrats. I mean, I think I, they've been hoping, I think that, that, I mean, they tried Ukraine. Um, and I was saying that was a whole wag the dog thing. And that didn't really, that seems to be kind of, I don't know, going away a little well, bit. The, it's the not, great. He keeps screwing a, it up. Guess what I'm saying? Look, quit panicking, everybody. Right. They're not about to invade. You're destroying the country. Um, it's like what they did to poor South Africa. They said, we found this very, but don't worry about it. It's not very, pretty mild. Then everybody, all right, embassies closed down, no flights, eh, you know. <laughs> well, and the other thing with Ukraine, and, and just a, a couple points. So Biden has a call where... It, and the difference between Trump. So Vindman lies about Trump's call with Ukraine right, and they launch right. impeachment processes, right, right? right? So CNN starts reporting that the president of Ukraine was upset and told Biden to calm down that Biden's like, the Russians, look, they're right behind you there. I can't believe they're it. They're going to sack Kiev. Yeah, they're going to, and, and, the, and, and then, um, then they come out and say, Biden didn't say that. And CNN is like, yes, they did. <laughs> and now, meanwhile, everyone's like, we'll release the transcripts that would answer the question. They're like, no. So then they ostensibly release a picture of Joe Biden going hmm, like it when he's on the phone with Zelensky only there's like green leaves on the trees in the background so who god knows when that picture was taken uh, you know and there again so that's not working covid seems to be kind of going away too i mean it's sort of dying under its own weight you've got sweden dr fauci's trying right he still wants to vaccinate newborns three times six months to from six months on he wants to triple vaccine meanwhile you've got countries like sweden saying we're not going to vaccine kids there doesn't seem to be any benefit to it in fact there are risks and in fact there are risks i mean that news is coming out you've got countries great britain ireland denmark and a growing number of countries saying um you know we're not going to have any mandates anymore or lockdowns in fact we're not even going to talk about covid anymore (laughs) Um, Today, the city of Denver was floating out that they may not renew their mask mandate when it ends next week. So, I mean, you know, that was planted. They want to see what the reaction is. So COVID is kind of dying, which could be kind of good for Biden. And yet the media is not going to give that up easily. So there are a lot of good things going on, I think, for the midterms. What scares me, though, Chuck, is the money. What's we, the Republicans need to do two things, and I don't think we can do it in time. Um, the, um, the the court ruling that said, what is it in Wisconsin? Or was it Penn, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? That said that the the mail ballots that they can't they can't have all mail ballots without changing the Constitution. Oh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, okay, that was good and make it overturned. Um, the but the the other thing that we need to do is we need to one get rid of ballot trafficking. There needs to be a law 
because I don't think we can get rid of mail balloting, but there has to be a law that says you have to turn in your ballot. No one else can turn your ballot in. So if so, anyone collecting your ballot, that's illegal. You can drop it off in a drop box, but we need to have sort of certified drop boxes with security video covering them, right? So they can you can see and you can well, go back you know, and see. Why don't they just put a, a postage stamp on it? If, if it's too hard for them, if it's too hard for them to go to the post office to do it or some other ballot place, just put a stamp on it or, or easier still make it, make it sans, uh, it's free. Right. You know, it's well, yeah. I mean, so I'm like, well, you know, one of the 10,000 billion disabled people. Good. Well, if okay. you, you can get your mail, then you can, All you can do you, is turn it back around. And then the other thing we need to do though, and this is really important. And that's why the George Soros information is, not surprising, but depressing is we need to separate, go back and separate this, what what has been this unholy alliance between billionaire private money going into not just campaigns, not just lobbying, but actually going into the election offices. That has to stop. So they just hire Democratic operatives as government employees. And they go well, but, I mean, up. but at least you can make it a little bit harder. They have to jump through some hoops or no, something. No, well, they didn't have I mean, money. But, they wouldn't be able to do it. Um, and so it should be. There should be no, you, you shouldn't be able to privately fund offices that you want. And they do that in Colorado, too, where all of a sudden a public office is funded by a private person. Well, Jared Polis is doing that yeah, all over the place, yeah, right? Yeah, so. But I mean, in a case like this, I think they should be, if you're the Secretary of State's office, right, you cannot take money from Mark Zuckerberg to spend in certain precincts to have the get out the vote effort. Now, if Mark Zuckerberg, well, and that's where you make ballot harvesting illegal, then there's not really a whole lot of point to that, too. They can make, I mean, th- these won't solve it, but those, I think, are crucial things that Republicans well, got, need to push Republicans for. Republicans got to figure out it can't be you're always on the defense it can't be okay half the time we're able to block their uh, asinine ones the republicans have to figure out ways that they can get an advantage over the, the process and and they can fund uh, rural because poor rural people you know it's something where rural people get to vote five times <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, they aren't uh, going to let rural people vote because rural people would vote Republican, that's right? That's what I mean. That's why we have to have them do that. Just saying rural people because it's harder for them. Well, and um, this is from Charlene. Such good news. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled mail-in ballots allowed by the Democrat Secretary of State um, was unconstitutional. The legislature can now seek to decertify the election. Um, one of the- Did they just rule that? Because before that, it was an fi- inferior court. It was it was a court below the top court in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I don't know, Sean. Do you know? Can you clarify that if you know? I don't. It just come out in the last few minutes. Or, I don't know if it was the Supreme Court or one of their was, other. Yeah, they had they had an appellate court that did rule it unconstitutional. But here's one thing you notice too that's crazy um, is that in the articles about that they all go down about, and this is all part of the Trump's baseless right. election integrity campaigns. Right, right. No matter what story you read about election, the election issue the the progressive corrupt reporters always throw a line in there about the debunked theory and the debunked conspiracy theory even if the article itself is talking about that that it's true right that that, they can say they found that it's true and then they say this is all about the debunked false conspiracy theories it's like well no and this is a fox uh, subsidiary um that that said about the pennsylvania rule that this court had ruled that it said this is a result of Trump 
falsely and fraudulently claiming that right. there's, I mean, they just- They say that, know. I mean, it's like, well, no, the court said that this was unconstitutional, which it was, which is what Trump said. Trump's attorneys tried to argue, hey, that's unconstitutional. The Secretary of State cannot change the Constitution. That's what Trump argued. The court agreed. And in the article I read about that thing, right, right. the reporter said, just like you said, that this was all part of Trump's baseless claims. It's like, really? Now, Charlene says that she heard that from a friend oh. that, that they did say the Supreme Court. So- oh, um yeah it's but yeah and, and sandra are you sure that isn't peter boyle saying that well that's a thing you know whenever you challenge people like that when you say okay specifically which debunked conspiracy theory are you talking about they can't they just say election integrity election was stolen the big lie that kind of thing because as we're finding out more and more there are a lot of issues with the way that we are voting in this country right now. And, and well, the way and we to, voted this last election. The last, yeah. Well, and the way we're going to vote the next one if we don't right. do something about right. it, right? And, and they, they always throw in, whenever you say it's like, well, that's just, it's not true, that's debunked. And you're like, well, what was debunked about it? And they're like, well, I can't tell you. It's just, and then you're a QAnon theorist, right? right. I mean, no matter right. what, they attack you. You're like QAnon. Even if you're like, no, we're not QAnon. You know, don't even know how to get to QAnon. And I don't even think QAnon's a thing anymore, is it? No, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they, they, they hanged on to it and got it. You know, back, back in the 1850s, you were okay. smashing back and forth, pro-state, pro-slavery, anti-slavery. Um, and the reason why we went to a civil war is because the Dred Scott opinion um, in which the Supreme Court said it was unconstitutional um, to uh, prevent slaves from coming into your state and being slaves, which means the whole United States is going to be a slave thing. And so they just said, well, nope. And, and that was going to, that really was the, the precipitous to the Civil War. You know, the Democrats will really get it so they um, are able to permanently fix the elections so that no one but Democrats win. And then we should have a civil war because we won't have, you'll just have a kleptocracy. Ah, this from Steve and Julie. Can we get Chuck's very bad VBFF, Peter Boyle's on to talk about the Pennsylvania ruling and the big lie and how it's all been debunked. <laughs> um, we can try. I, I, he won't, I don't think. Um, and, and, you know that, and that's why you notice that Chuck hasn't been on to talk on his show about it either. No. I mean, that's a thing when you're kind of putting out the big lie yourself. And I love Peter, but but it, when you when you try to talk to him about it, he just like kind of goes off in all these weird platitudes and stuff. It's and like a fight. It, the guy, the guy hit the bag, boy. right? And it's kind of like right. But when you say, but specifically, what was what? What's the debunk part you're talking about? Specifically, what part about ballot court, harvesting? Eighty six courts have looked at it and found it. You can do 86 scores, none of them. None of them none looked of them. at it. None of them looked at it. Right. Um, yeah, Boyle's now folds when you give him the real facts. Oh, well, he goes on to he's the radio talk show host, so he just moves on to a different call. Randy Corporate not invited on the Boyle's show either for that reason. Well, I, I don't want to go into that, but yeah, Peter, let's just say we Peter can we, invite whoever he wants. Peter can invite whoever he wants. Um, we just don't talk to him about it anymore. You know, well, I, I, do. Have, I, I well, you do, but I mean I have relatives, it's kind of like COVID. I had a friend who has been staying home pretty much for, for two years constantly um, because of um, COVID um, skip has been skipping out and missing some of the most important things that she's really enjoyed out of life. And um, when I said, you know, we recently all had, I think COVID again, she was like, see, see, I, I mean, it's like, 
well, what? I mean, I'm kind of like, you're probably going to get it too. I mean, what like everybody's going to get it or is, whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I got it. I was a little bit sick, not very sick, but I've been leading my life all this time. And it, it is a kind of unfortunate that there are some issues there you just can't talk about with some people. Um, but. Oh, well, <laughs> that's, that's the way it goes. Um, yeah. Do you want to read Stephen's comment there and then? <laughs> oh, oh, Leo oh. Boyles is just a burnout hippie. He's not Republican or conservative. He's not, he'll stab them in the back in a heartbeat, especially if they don't go on his show. Oh, I wouldn't be that harsh, Stephen. Oh, I, um, I wouldn't be that harsh. And then Peter is, I will give him, he is one of the great radio talk show hosts of all time. Um, and he, he has a good show. You may not agree with him always. And that's what he says is, is part of his, his thing too. It's like, hey, at least you listen, right? And get people thinking. Um, that is going to do it for us. I think on this party Friday, yeah. we've kind of run out of time a little bit. You have to go. You want to briefly tell people what you're going up to? Well, I don't know what I'm going to. We've got HD 29, which is a house district, which is basically Westminster. Which is competitive. Meeting. Yeah, which is competitive. Um, and we're trying to have a reorganization meeting. And should we have a reorganization meeting? There was a hearing down at the executive committee uh, today on what's the procedure for tonight, although we don't know what the decision was. Uh, I'll have to give Christy Burton Brown credit. She has just created an enormous amount of hatred on the party, get all the sides against each other um, just in time for the election. It's just pure insanity. Oh, pure well, insanity. there we go. So Chuck will report back to you on how it goes on, the on Monday. Insanity, on the pure insanity on Monday. Hey, a thank you to BBS. Thank you to Dave Williams. Thank you to everybody on Zoom. Remember, you can catch all the shows, subscribe to the newsletter, subscribe to us as patrons at chuckandjulie.com or bbsradio.com um, and just go to the Chuck and Julie show and their, their buttons there. Um, but everybody have a great weekend. Um, and Leo, here's to you. And everybody else. Was- and I want to, to everyone, stay on the sunny side. So, yeah, Chuck's mantra. <laughs> My mantra. Sun to live by. Stay on the sunny side. I'll see you Monday. Bye-bye.